Hey, hey, and welcome everyone to episode number four of the Official Gears Podcast, where we are gearing you up for all magical destinations. My name is Brian Franks, and I'm here with my good friend and fellow mouse expert, Alan Warren. Alan, what's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going? Having another great day? I am great. I have escaped quarantine, and I am hiding out in the uh, Smoky Mountains. So <laughs> That sounds like a good thing. Yeah. We, uh, we had to get away, had to do it. We had to travel. So <laughs> nice. So, um, so yeah, this week, uh, this episode, we're, we're talking food today, right? That's right. My favorite. Um, so last week we talked, or last episode, we talked about, um, the different resort categories and kind of broke those down for you guys. So we thought for this episode, we would do the same thing for Disney food, the character meals and the dining plans. So you ready to jump right into it? Absolutely. I'm always ready to talk about food. (laughs) And that's just it. Like there's, there's good food and then there's Disney food. So, um, that's one thing I think, it gets a bad rap. I think people think, you know, oh, it's theme park food. It's not great. Whatever. Like, no, you are missing really out if you just think it's theme park food. It, it is not theme park food at all. And you know that. I, hopefully, through this episode, we'll we'll be able to help um, distinguish that for you guys. That it's not just regular theme park food, and you just don't think it's hamburgers and hot dogs. I mean, there there are so many different options when it comes to um, what kind of cuisine you like and, and want and I mean even the healthy choices for those that are yep. um, that have allergies or they're going the vegan route or I mean there's just there's something for everybody so and just um, really recently expanded their um, healthy options so yeah. if you're looking for uh, vegetarian or vegan there's some great options in there if you're just looking for healthier choices uh, they've added quite a few options lately um, really mm-hmm. expanded those choices too so it's not all about burgers and fries and hot dogs. There's definitely a lot of great food you can get. I'm going to be honest. I don't even know if I've ever gotten a burger at Disney World. I have. And, We've done it at the, um, uh, oh, where is it? There where uh, Cosmic Ray is, uh, Starlight Cafe. I'm sure I have, but it's just not my go-to. Like there's so many other better options. So, um but the, the hot dogs at Casey's Corner are are phenomenal, and the the fries with the um, the uh, bacon and cheese on them. So <laughs> everything's better you, with bacon and cheese. Yep, and and just remember, guys, calories at Disney don't count. So uh, <laughs> well, they do, but you probably walk them all off during the day. There's a lot of walking <laughs> happening. Yeah, there there is. It's a good uh, balance. It's a good balance. Yeah, yeah. So um, one thing I just kind of wanted to talk about was the um, Disney food blog. Uh, have you ever been on the website? I have some. Uh, it's not one of those that I've done a whole lot, but I, I'm a horrible cook. So <laughs> I have no problem telling people that I am an absolutely horrible <laughs> cook. Uh, so it's it's not my go-to usually. Um, but yeah, I've seen some good, op- good options that have been shared, some good choices that are out there. So they have some cool options, cool yeah, menus. Yeah, I've started getting on it a little bit more because I've been putting some of the recipes in my newsletters for, uh, every month. And... Uh, I'm not a big cook either. It's just not something I do, but I can, can make some you. desserts. Yeah. Um, I probably could. It's been a very long time since I have, unless it's been breakfast. Um, but I, I like a lot of, or I can cook and bake a lot of desserts. So I, I've been on there in my last newsletter. I did the, um, the gray stuff, put the mm-hmm. recipe in there for that. Uh, episode or the, um, 
Did you try it? I have tried it. I, I not when I've made it. <laughs> not at home. <laughs> not at home. The gray stuff at be our guest is is delicious. Yeah. Um, but I have not made it at home yet. And uh, the, the the episode before that, it was um, donuts. The Disney donuts where they um, had ears on them. So mm. those were pretty good. So yeah, the but, beignet recipe has been very popular from French Quarter. Yes. Yep. Yeah, so if you guys have not been on the Disney Food Blog website, um, go check it out because they are, especially now with everybody staying inside and trying new things, um, it is definitely a good way to get your Disney food fix. So, uh, another options. Yeah, and and, uh, speaking of good options, another good option where you can get many different types of food is the uh, Food and Wine Festival. You want to talk a little bit about that? why would I get that option? Of course, I love food and wine. That's <laughs> one of the times we try to go every year. Um, so if you have not been to one of the festivals at Epcot, um, Flower and Garden and Food and Wine are two uh, must-sees. So uh, the big thing with, with Food and Wine is that they bring out a lot of extra carts. So not only do you have all the normal food from all the countries uh, at Epcot, but there's carts that come out that represent other countries and other locations around the globe that are not there year-round. So you know, if you wanted to go and get a, you know, a shrimp on the Barbie from Australia, you know, you could go to the Australia cart for that. Or if you wanted to go and get, uh, you know, a New Orleans, you know, lobster roll, you can go get those too into fruit and wine. Um, so there's a lot of really cool choices that come out. Uh, and again, food and wine is great. Uh, we don't always do a dining plan when we do food and wine, or if we do, we try not to do a sit down meal the day we're at Epcot. We use all of our snack credits for that. Um, cause there's so many of those items that you can get from the food and wine booths are um, snack credit. So awesome choices. Uh, I run through my snack credits the very first day I'm at food and wine. So I got to be very, very careful. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but that's a good place to use them. The, the usually better value yes. uh, for snack credit. Because I mean, your favorites. Sm- uh, well, a snack credit, um, like I said, I, I use them all. Um, one of my favorites that I've used, and it was a, it pretty much a full meal. I have no idea what it was called, but it was um, from Japan. And it was a pancake, but it had, it was basically like a burrito, but it was made out of a pancake. Um, it was amazing. And it was something I typically probably wouldn't get at a restaurant or anything, but I just was walking by and I saw other people had it. And I was like, that looks really good. And, you know, you sit there and think of pancake with, you know, beef and, uh, I think it had rice on it. And I was like, that doesn't sound good, but it, it was really, really good. So, um, oh, sounds yeah, like a little we, sweet and savory happening there. Yeah. We, we love the food and wine festival. Just like you, it's, we try to go in the fall. Um, usually we end up getting suckered into it. Um, <laughs> it's, but we have to go usually our very first day. So I know for sure I can only use a couple of snack credits. Uh, if I, you know, if I sit there and wait and wait and wait, and then I'm, the last day I'm just eating and eating and eating, and I just can't stop myself. So. One of my favorites is the uh, cheddar cheese soup from Canada. I have to get the cheddar cheese soup every time. Mm. It's amazing. Uh, we've had some pretty cool pork belly from over there. Yep. Um, uh, I don't where we got the pork belly, actually. I think it was uh, one of the booths behind um, over by the, the flower um the butterfly garden area bird. yeah by the butterfly garden it was it was yeah, uh, over yeah. in future world it's another case but yeah those are some of my favorites um we've had some 
Uh, I mean, obviously lobster rolls are great back there. Um, I, I like the grilled shrimp from Australia. Go get a nice grilled shrimp. I, I've I've eaten so many. Um, the grease grease has got some really good. Uh, when they bring the grease card out, it's got some really good options. Um, I don't know. I've, there's so many, and then even it's not part of the food and wine festival, but the um, the the bread from Norway. Um, oh yeah, the, uh, schoolboy or not not schoolboy. Um, is it just school bread. Yeah, What's it's it a school bread. Yeah. Um, and then the um, they've got some really good pastries there as well. Uh, let's see, they had a, uh, they have an Egyptian cart, don't they? I think a cart there is. Egypt. Yeah, there's usually one from Egypt. Mm-hmm. I think I've gotten something from there. Uh, I don't know. I I try to try different ones every time I go, but sometimes I just keep going back to the same ones because I know they're good. So, yeah, and they they do change some things every year. It's always something a little bit yeah. different, but some of those staples that you remember are still there. Mm-hmm. Man, if you want to go through some snack credits and Epcot for food and wine is it, it really is. Deal. And another one that it's, and I guess there's a reason to it because I mean, they, they keep throwing out the rumor of possibly bringing a Brazil um, area to Epcot. Mm-hmm. But when they have the Brazilian booth, the line for that is really long. And I, yeah. I don't see it there every time. But when I do see it, that that line is is really long. So I, I've never gotten anything from it, but I guess it's pretty good because people keep going back to it. So, yeah, well, probably a, a sampling of hmm, is this a viable option to bring to Epcot? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the lines stay really long, then oh. hint that it could be popular. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, all right. Um, I don't know. We could talk food and wine all day long, but um, let's get into the meat. Ah, uh, you see what I did there? The, the meat of our episode. Um, oh, no. So we said we're going to talk about uh, character meals and the differences in the dining plan because those are two of the bigger things. When people speak of dining at Disney, That's those are two things that the questions we typically get as travel advisors. So um, question for you, how many character meals are there between the parks and the resorts? There's a lot. Um I, I'm going to say there's probably about. There's a lot more than I realized. <laughs> I'm going to say 12. I think. I'm going to run into our list now. <laughs> 17. Se- 17, if you count Be Our Guest, which um, we'll kind of get into in a little bit, but it's. Um, and we have Hollywood and Vine in there twice too, because it's different oh, yeah, characters that's, that's at true. different times. That's so. true. Yeah, that's, that's true. So like we'll say, we'll say 15. Yeah. So. Uh, and I can honestly say I've eaten at just about, let's see, one, two, three. That's the thing about going with kids that you do those a lot yeah. more. So we typically don't go with kids, um, but I like to do a character meal here and there. So we haven't done quite as many and I'm looking forward to yeah. doing more of them. I tell you, If you take out the tea parties, I have done all of them except for Cape May Cinderella's Royal Table, which is is sad, um, but we we it's sad because you haven't better. done it. Or? <laughs> well, it's, that's just one of those things. Like everybody says, you got to do, and uh-huh. you know, I've got my own personal reasons not to do it because it has nothing to do with the dinner or anything. We just think we can get our money's worth a little bit more um, at a different one for the reason why we go. Yeah. Um, 
but so in the 1900 park and fair, I've not done that one yet either. So pretty much all the rest of them, I think I've done. Good. So, so let's tell people what they are. We've got quite a few of them here. Yeah. So basically what a character meal is, is it's a sit down restaurant where you either have a buffet, it's family style, or you order off a menu. Um, and then there are characters within the restaurant that will make their way through the restaurant and visit each table and just kind of take some pictures, sign autographs, interact with the kids or, or you, um, depending on who's sitting at the table with you. And it's just kind of a good time. So if you want to cut out some time in the parks, meeting characters, and, and instead of waiting in line and you know you're going to sit down and eat anyway, character meals are a really great option for you. So... There are, so, uh, there are so uh, about seven three different categories. Yeah, about um, three different categories. Yeah, you've got uh, your sensational six, we would say, with Mickey and friends, your princess meals, and then there are just some random characters as well. Um, but go ahead. Yep. Yeah, so, uh, the sensational six typically is Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Donald, Pluto, and Daisy. So, that's typically the, the big six that you'll see. Um, and sometimes instead of Donald and Daisy, it would be Chip and Dale. Yep. So those are the, the groups you're going to see these. So at the Sensational Six character meals, you will find them at Cape May Cafe, which is at the Beach Club, uh, one of the resorts. Uh, Chef Mickey's is over at the Contemporary. Uh, the Garden Grill is actually in the Land Pavilion at Epcot. Uh, you have Topolino's Terrace, which is at the new Riviera Resort. And you have the Tusker House dining location, which is inside Animal Kingdom. Uh, and the last one that's on here is Hollywood and Vine. Uh, we talk about this one twice just because there are different characters. So Hollywood and Vine, uh, for uh, lunch and dinner, you're going to meet Minnie and friends. Uh, and it's a little bit different for breakfast. So we'll talk more about that as we go through there. So of those yeah. six, which would you say was your favorite? Um, this is... I would say I love the food at the Garden Grill. Mm -hmm. um, they serve family style, and of course, it's at Epcot, and the, you know you're in the rotating restaurant. Yep. The character interaction, I think, at Chef Mickey's was a little bit better. They had more room to space out and interact with the kids. Um, so that's that's a tough one because when I do character meals, I'm doing it for the interactions and to not stand in line in the park to meet characters and things like that. But also, you know, I want a good meal yep. and, you know, chef Mickey's is a buffet uh, versus garden grill, which is the sit down family. So I don't know. That's, that's a tough one. So, but I'm going to go garden grill, I guess. Garden grill. So um, I, we really enjoyed Tusker house. So it's a little bit of taste and flavors of Africa. And uh, mm -hmm. we had goofy uh, Mickey, Minnie, Donald. Um, I believe Daisy was in there too. Cause I kind of got, yeah, I yelled at by Donald because I guess I got <laughs> too nice to Daisy or something, and Donald <laughs> thought I was trying to steal his woman. So yeah, it was kind of fun. But that—that's the yeah. thing—is you know when you get to these character interactions and the things, um, it's great to just have a few minutes with them. And there's not a line, yes. and they come to your table, and no. sometimes they can spend a little more time. Yep, um, it's it depends on how big experience. or how full the dining room is too. Yeah, so the dining room is not totally full. They have more time to spend with people, which is kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, first, um, we, we've done them both where they've been extremely busy and it took forever for the characters to make their way to the table. And so by the time we were done eating, we hadn't even seen half the characters. 
and then we've done it again where we've saw all the characters twice because the what it wasn't that busy. And so, they just make the room. Mm-hmm. Work the room. Yep. I I need to try Tusker House again because we, the last time we were there, well, the only time we were there, it was raining. It was our last day. We I don't know why we chose Animal Kingdom to be the last day because we always are so drained by the time we get to that park. And it's always, it's, there's a lot of walking at that one anyway. Yeah. So we were tired. We, it's not that we didn't enjoy it. I just don't think we could have enjoyed it as fully as we would have if we visited we're stuck it. in the rain and exhausted. <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah. It was earlier in the trip. So yeah. Yeah, definitely need to try that one again. Um, See, and I, I can you, be a pretty picky eater. So some of these, when I go look at them, you know, I was really leery of Tusker House and I was really leery. It's not a character dining, but I was really leery of Boma at Animal I Kingdom. I love Boma. Yes, I love that yeah. one. And I, I'm in the same way. And, but once amazing. I saw, yeah, I saw the carve station and I was just, mm. I was like, okay, I'm good. Even yep. for breakfast, slice me up some meat and I'm I'm good. So um, but you, you brought up a good point when you said that Tusker House has got a little bit of an animal fl- um, African flair to it. And mm-hmm. that's the thing with all these character meals, they all have a different feel to them. So even when you're at Cape May versus Garden Grill or Chef Mickey's, they're all in different outfits. They're, mm-hmm. you know, you get different pictures each time. So it's not like you're getting the same experience over and over again. Yeah. It's really cool to be able to try out the different restaurants, like you said, and see the different characters, costumes mm-hmm. and things. So um, yeah, you might've seen Mickey, but maybe you haven't seen him in this outfit that he's in, yeah. uh, this costume. So yeah, it's pretty cool. So yeah. Kate May, they're all kind of beachy clothes, mm-hmm. beach tire, chef Mickey's, they're all dressed like chefs. Um, garden grill is kind of, uh, garden attire, I guess it's kind of like they're farm. I would say yeah, farm kind of, like yeah. overalls and yeah. Um, Hollywood and vine is, is kind of formally kind of dressed up Hollywood mm-hmm. style. Uh, Topolino's Terrace is more art style, so they're in smocks and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at Tusker House, it's safari. So, yep. yeah, kind of cool. Yep. So another um, option, and it's extremely popular with the younger girls, uh, are the princess <laughs> meals. Yep. And there are four of them that have princesses, but there are some that are in another category, we're going to just say other fun character meals that have yeah. some characters from the princess movies. Um, mm-hmm. But when we say the princess meals, that is Cinderella, Snow White, Ariel, Belle, uh, Rapunzel, um, Mulan, and then even Mary Poppins joins a couple of them. And it's Cinderella's Royal Table, which is at Magic Kingdom, Akershush Royal Banquet Hall, which is in Epcot, Storybook Dining at Artist Point, and Trattoria Al Forno, which is on the boardwalk. And I have done all of, well, I've done two of the four. And like I said, I have not done Cinderella's Royal Table, mainly because I want to see more than just Cinderella and the couple princesses there. I think you get a more, more options for your princesses at Akershush. But then two, we try to do that one before Epcot opens. So if we do an eight o'clock breakfast, we get to see our characters. We're done by 8.45. We are right there in line for Frozen as soon as the park opens. Yep. And then if we, if we have a fast pass for Frozen, and I don't want to give away our planning secrets, but if we have a fast pass for Frozen, we usually get to ride it twice in one day. So, um, And that's the deal because yep. the young ladies love to go on Frozen. 
Yes. It's a great attraction, it, actually. I really enjoy it. it. I like it. Yeah, it's cute. So um, any of those that you've done or not done that you want to talk bad. about? I have not done any of the princess ones, but I do have Storybook Dining at Wilderness Lodge is on our list. Uh, we would like to do that on the next trip. We tried to do it on the last trip, um, but something came up and we couldn't make it to that. Uh, so we tried to do Storybook Dining. And I've heard great things about uh, Trattoria El Forno at Boardwalk. Mm-hmm. So, so you have Rapunzel and Ariel and Eugene, yep. Fitzherbert yep. and uh, Eric are yep. typically there. Um, obviously, Ariel's in her dress, not in her tail. Uh, yep. but yeah, I've heard some great things about that one. Yeah, so and, and I should have mentioned it. Storybook, it's Snow White with some of the dwarfs. And the Evil Queen. It's one of the few yeah. places you can meet yeah. the Evil Queen. It, actually, it's one of the very few places you can meet any of the villains. Because the villains aren't out all that often. So if you're a villain fan, definitely put that one on your list. But um, yeah, I definitely want to try that one as well because I'm a huge Dopey fan. And, you know, I feel like... (laughs) 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 But I I think that would be a very good uh, character meal to do because I'm like you, I've heard very good things about that one. So and It's a slightly different menu. Uh, Yeah. It sounds really good. Yeah. Um, my, I don't know, one of my all time favorite character experiences though, in interactions was with, um, Eugene with uh, Flynn Ryder. So he taught me how to smolder until then. I didn't know how to do it. And I still don't think I do it right, <laughs> but we were taking our yeah. picture together and he said smolder. And I was like, what is that? And he showed me and I was like, Oh, okay. I see. I got you. Rapunzel is one you know. of my favorite newer movies. Uh, it's a, it just has a great story. It has some great music. Yeah. Um, so Flynn Ryder is the main character, but you find out in there that his name is actually Eugene Fitzherbert. Yep. So you can call him either. It's kind of fun. Yep. Yep. And I think everybody calls him Flynn Ryder except Rapunzel and she calls him Eugene. Yep. So, but yeah, he is a blast to meet. Um, after we met him, it was kind of like Ariel and Eric were just kind of, afterthoughts because he, <laughs> he he put on a show for the show, restaurant huh? yeah he, he really did and rapunzel came out with her frying pan That's so great. that that is a really good one and the, the food is amazing too you get a bucket of different kinds of uh like breakfast tarts and um sandwiches the pancakes and things in there like are actually really good yes yeah. yes so they'll have the little um rapunzel that one is typically breakfast that one's yes. not dinner it's breakfast yep i think they serve up to about 11 o'clock though so get some nice options um, there. Yeah. And, and you get your, um, your little sunflower on your pancakes in, in the flower. Uh, mm-hmm. So, or the star. Um, but yeah, the, the princess milk. Powdered definitely sugar good star ones. on your pancake. What's not to like. Yeah. yeah. So we have some other fun character meals we can point out too. Um, they're a little bit different. So one of them is called 1900 park fair. That is actually over at the grand Floridian. Uh, and there are some different characters that go to that one, um, again, morning or evening. So if you go in the morning, it tends to be uh, Alice and um, Mary Poppins. And if you go in the evening, it is the evil step or the, the stepmother and uh, sisters from Cinderella. So interesting character differences there. It's kind of kind of nice. Uh, mm-hmm. The Crystal Palace is over in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, that one is typically Winnie the Pooh and friends. You meet P- Pooh. Uh, Tigger, Eeyore, and Piglet. Uh, and that is breakfast, lunch, or dinner at the Crystal Palace. Uh, there's a good morning breakfast at one of the um, 
sort of offshoot resorts. It's the Four Season Resort. So it is on Disney property, but it's not one of those that's owned and operated by Disney. Uh, but at the Good Morning Breakfast, you can go over and meet Goofy and friends. Uh, we talked a little bit about Hollywood and Vine before. Uh, it's at the Hollywood Studios. When you're at Hollywood and Vine for breakfast, it's actually the Disney Junior cast. So there's some interesting characters there. Uh, if you've got some Disney Junior fans, it makes a good opportunity. Mm -hmm. uh, Ohana is over at the Polynesian Resort. Uh, you can meet Stitch and some folks over there. That's pretty cool. I've seen Pluto meet over there too. Um, yep. But it's it's Stitch is the main character you're going to see when you go over there. Um, Be Our Guest is sort of a character dining, but only for dinner. So uh, when you get a reservation for Be Our Guest, the Beast is there and he greets guests to the castle. Uh, it's Beast himself. So none of the other characters are there, but you do get a, a photo opportunity with Beast when you have dinner at uh, Be Our Guest. Yep. And then there's tea parties. So there's some really cool tea parties you can do. There is a princess tea party. Um, there is a Wonderland tea party. Uh, these happen over at the Glen Floridian. Um, and so they're literally tea parties with some of the characters that come in and join. So kind of a, a nice option too, if you want to do something different, if you're not in the parks. Yeah. Um, there is a regular tea party you can do without doing the characters, which Brian and I had the opportunity to do <laughs> on one of our recent conferences. Um, something we, I probably never would have thought of it if, if some of the other agents were like, Hey, we're doing this. Let's go do it. Uh, yeah, I actually had a really good time. So everybody gets their own teapot. You get to pick the kind of tea you want and there's different, um, finger food snack things. So there's little sandwiches or, um, pastry type things that you can pick and do. Uh, and it's a, it's a really cool little opportunity to sit and, um, relax a little bit and, you know, get, get a little snack and have some tea, um. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Chip? Do you enjoy that yeah. too? <laughs> so uh, the reason why you call me Chip, there's a, there's a story behind it. Um, I, I did really enjoy it. And it is one of those things I would have never have thought of because I typically, you know, we, we don't think of stuff like that. And it's, it's a great option for something that we always suggest when you have a down day. If you yep. don't have anything planned or if you're doing like a, um, an after party later on at night and you're just resting for, for the you know first part of the day, um, tea parties in, in are great options for that. But um, don't be like me and literally crash the tea party. <laughs> um, we, as, as he said, there was a, couple, a bunch of other agents that made reservations and we showed up at last minute. And I don't know, something caught my eye. I flinched. I knocked over my teacup and it was empty, but it cracked. So after that, since it was a little <laughs> teacup, everybody called me Chip. And I'm not exactly sure if I'm invited back to uh, 1900 parking fair, Park Fair or whichever one it was. I don't even remember. So Yeah, but I, um, like I said, it was not something that was really, you know, on my radar to do, but it was a lot of fun. No. I'm glad I did. I would totally do it again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, if I'm allowed, for sure. So, <laughs> uh, one know, thing I, yeah, <laughs> one thing I forgot to mention. You, you, you said it. It'd be our guest is that the beast greets you when you sit down um, at Akershush. You are greeted by Belle in her um, yellow royal gown. Um, so when you're walking around Epcot and you meet Belle, she's in her blue dress. But for the character meal, she is the greeter in her, you know, yellow or, or gold gown. Her uh, formal dress. gown, yeah. Yeah, her formal gown. So um, very different picture opportunities. So if you, you know, have a preference of which bell is your favorite, um, just keep that in mind. But I, uh, I love Ohana. 
And you, you mentioned that, you know, Pluto and Stitch are there. Um, Stitch is the main. We had Lilo, we had Mickey, and we had Pluto when we were there and nice. for breakfast. And Everybody I, loves it for breakfast. It's That's amazing. like a hugely popular breakfast. Yeah. Yes. It's so hard to get to. So um, that is another reason why we suggest getting travel agencies or travel advisors so we can do that for you. But it is extremely hard to get, but it is some of the best food I've ever had. And I will go to that one every chance I get. So I do enjoy a good breakfast. I mean, you know, yeah. bacon, egg, sausage, hash browns, some pancake. Yep. Yeah. It's hard it's, to mess it's got a little bit. Yeah. And the juice has a different flavor to it because it's Polynesian style. So um, you got a little bit of Asian flair to just some of the foods, but it's just, it's really good food. I mean, it's Disney. All the food is good. You cannot go wrong with any of it. So. Yeah. That's a big difference with the table service um, restaurants from some of the quick services. Like the quick services mm -hmm. are decent food. There's some good options there. Mm -hmm. uh, people don't realize there are, you know, multi-star chefs that are working at some of these sit down restaurants. Yeah. Um, the food is fantastic. Uh, and they come together you know, like I said, we talked a little bit about Bomo. So it's not a character breakfast, but it is a buffet at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. And it's a lot of um, flavoring and tastes of Africa. And I was really kind of concerned about the spice. Like I said, I'm kind of a picky eater. Um, there's nothing in there that I did not like. It no. was fantastic. Um, and so many of these have the big carving stations that you talked about. Mm -hmm. um, again, we have some other friends that we travel with quite a bit that really like German food. So when we travel with our friends, um, this other couple we go with, we always end up doing uh, the beer garden at Epcot in Germany. Mm -hmm. And again, warm potato salad and things don't sound that great if it's not something you're used to. I really enjoy the beer garden. We have a good time there. Uh, and Plus you can get liters of beer. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we got to keep in mind too, when we say a buffet, you know, we, we know what we're talking about, but when, you know, if you've never been to Disney and you've never had a chance to experience a Disney buffet, it's not like your um, Ryan's or Golden Corral or Western Sizzler or whatever, you know, any of those yeah. kind of buffets. Yeah. It, it is, you know, carved meats. It's um, some really good pasta salad. It, it's not your typical buffet. So I mean, there's salmon on a lot of those yeah. buffets. Like, yes. They have a seafood section mm -hmm. um, and it depends on where you go too. Um the one at the um, beach club has crab legs. Mm. <laughs> you don't go to many buffets, buffets. that have lobster and crab legs. Yep, so, that's true. Um, I mean, you do, you have a wide selection of options at these places. So, it, you know, when we say buffet, don't kind of, you know, turn your nose up or anything. It's, it's really, really good food. But it's and they stay busy, so yes, it, it's unlike most of buffets. If you go to a buffet at home, where sometimes you, you go up there and it looks like the food might have been sitting for a while, yeah, they're pretty busy and they keep it's it turned over. Fresh. Um, yeah. So you don't usually go in and see things that look like they've been sitting there since breakfast. Um, it, it's just not like that. It's no, it's really good. And, and we've kind of gone over character meals, and we've talked a lot about the food in the parks and at the resorts. But you brought up the award-winning chefs. I can't even tell you how many award-winning chefs there are at um, within Disney Springs. Oh yeah, and you know we had we're gonna have to save that one for a completely TV chefs. different episode. Yep. Yes, um, because the selection of food there would take you know 
at least an hour or two to go over. We just don't oh, have, have that to much you, time. Though. So yeah. I, so if you want to talk celebrity chef, if, if you go to Disney Springs, um, Chef Art Smith's Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it's like heaven <laughs> on a plate. Uh, there's nothing healthy in that place. I can tell you that because he cooks, you know, with like full lard and butter. It's all home yes. home style. Um, oh my gosh, it was so good. It's crazy, yeah. and the portions are huge. Yes. Yeah. And that's like another thing about Disney is the portions are not, you know, one little scoop and throw it on a plate. I mean, it, yep. these are some of the biggest portions of food. Like we'll get into it in a minute, but the cinnamon roll from Gaston's is bigger than my <laughs> fist and it's yeah. less than $5. I, I, it's yeah. just, you, you are not going to starve at Disney. So no. definitely not. not. Not, I mean, not unless you choose. Yeah. So. <laughs> What what would you say is your favorite character interaction, character meal interaction? Um, well, I was kind of leading to that. So uh, I'm a beast fanatic. So I love uh-huh. whenever I get to meet the beast. So that's one. Um, but we had some really great interactions when we were at Tusker House last time. Um, Donald and Goofy were just totally in his own and they were all over uh, playing with us and hanging out and it was one of those opportunities that it was raining and a lot of the people had left so the the dining room was not full so they came around a couple times um and it, it's fun um yeah Don, donald can be really entertaining it can be it can be. what about you I, well so the flynn rider was pretty good mm-hmm. um just getting a chance to to see him interact with everybody and just totally put on a show but uh chef mickey's always sticks out because that's the very first one that we ever did with the kids hmm. and Pluto pretty much put my whole daughter or my daughter's whole head in his mouth um, <laughs> and kind of played around with, you know, with her. And then um, Goofy had some good fun with Blaine and made him get up and dance in the middle of the restaurant. So um, I don't know. That's sentimental, but I would definitely say Flint Rider and the Trattoria Alforno was probably the be- the best one because it's had really good food as well. So it just, Everything well, combined, definitely. And I want one. to point out, as a dad, one of your best experiences that you're talking about was your own interaction with Flynn Rider, not even your kids, <laughs> right? So yeah, characters are not just for kids. No, they're you they're can really have not. Some great interactions with characters as adults or kids. You can do both, but yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, one we, one of my greatest overall was um, the stepsisters from Cinderella. Oh, they they can um, be a blast. Well, that one of them started hitting on me and the other one started calling me ugly. And then it just, it was because I wasn't hitting on her and it was just, it was great. So <laughs> character, the characters will, will get into it with anybody. Yeah. Uh, given the opportunity. So. Well, and that's one tip I want to give everybody for um, how do you have a great interaction with a character? Know their story, yeah. know their story, ask them questions. So when you go, you know, to meet Cinderella Ask her if Lucifer the cat has been behaving. You know, when you go to meet Rapunzel, ask her where Pascal is. What's he been up to? You know, really knowing the character stories gives them the opportunity to interact with you more and open mm-hmm. that door for some really cool conversations. So yep. if you remember the story from your character that is, is your favorite and you go and you ask them questions about them and, and what happened in their story, you're going to have a great interaction with those characters. They love it- to do that. Yeah, and and they, it it intertwines with other places. So we were at um, we were meeting T, uh, Tiana, and she asked if we had any beignets yet from French Quarter, and we said no, not yet. 
we went over to French Quarter not too long after that, you know, a day or so after, got some beignets. And the people at French Quarter was, oh, did Tiana over at Magic Kingdom tell you to come get some? <laughs> you sure did. That's right. So, uh, yeah, you, you know the story. Have a little bit of fun with it. Don't, don't be shy or get embarrassed or anything because it's these people. Well, first of all, you're never going to see most that. of these people again. You're never going to no. see these people again. Don't be embarrassed. And the no, characters, and the characters like want you it. said, they love when you interact. Yeah. yeah. If it's better than just walking up and getting an autograph and smiling and walking away. You know, they mm -hmm. can do that all day. But when you actually interact with them and you, you ask them questions about their story or, or how their day has been, what did they yep. do today? You're going to have an amazing time. Little yeah. kids we'll have to big kids. We'll have to do that as an episode as well as character meets, like give some tips on how to do it because you can't just walk through and say, Andy's coming and expect them all to fall down on the ground anymore. Like, <laughs> exactly. It doesn't happen That's anymore. So, yeah. um, so yeah, we great interaction. Like Go hang out with Gaston for a little while. Oh yeah. I don't even have to be in line to meet Gaston to just hang out and watch him interact with people. He's hysterical. Oh, yeah. He's so funny. Yes, yeah. he is. So, cool. um, let's let's tie it back into into the character because we kind of got off track yep. but what would you say is the hardest breakfast or a hardest character meal to get uh cinderella's royal table i think is the hardest uh, i would pretty... definitely agree with that one um it's a smaller but... venue too which doesn't help you know when you look at yeah. some of the dining locations it, it has a smaller number of tables so mm -hmm. you know that definitely contributes and it's super popular so that makes it really hard yeah I would say that one. And then just to give our listeners two different options, I will say probably Ohana would be my, I think would be the second. Yeah. Um, because again, and you don't have to have a park ticket to get that one, which I think is nice. why it yeah. might be so popular. So yeah. um, even Ohana at dinner when there's not a character, it's still really good. So mm -hmm. Um, yeah. all right, let's just keep moving right along. So, what, um, which one do you always rec to rec like to recommend for your clients? Is there any one in particular you say this is a, a um, great one to do? So, if I know they've got a princess fan, I will say Akershush mm -hmm. Garden Grill. If they are, you know, a boy and a girl, um, Oh, yeah. And then Ohana, of yeah. course. So it, it really kind of depends on the clients, right? And it really does. It really, it, yeah, it really does. Yeah. Uh, so. I, it's, that's one thing that can change from booking to booking is, you know, what, what's your favorite character, who you're really interested in seeing. Mm -hmm. That's going to guide some of that as well. But yeah, okay, some of them are great. Yeah. I'm not a big Winnie the Pooh fan, mm -hmm. but I have some clients that absolutely have to eat at the Crystal Palace. And I'm, I'm just, the Crystal Palace is good food. It's a good restaurant. It's a good character interaction. But to me, it's it's just not for me. Mm -hmm. But there are some pieces, people that have to be there over Chef Mickey's or the princesses. You know, it's so. Yeah, some people grew up is. with Winnie the Pooh. So, yeah. yeah. It, it's just really all it. about, yeah, it's what, the, what about, the, you know, what they want. So, mm -hmm. um, but yeah. Nice. I, uh, I know. I love food. I can keep talking. <laughs> I know. So many good choices, right? Yeah. Uh, so what about you? What, which one do you always recommend? I don't think we got that far. Uh, like I said, it really kind of depends on the client and what they're looking for. Um, I like Chef Mickey's. Um, again, it's a buffet. Um, and mm -hmm. I'm really enjoying Tusker House if they're going to Animal Kingdom now. Um, you know, if they're looking to meet a villain, 
I, I'm trying to recommend Storybook. Um, Storybook yeah. Dining at Wilderness Lodge is also one that's slightly harder to get. Yes, um, it's become pretty popular since it came out because the Evil Queen and Snow White are there. And again, um, you don't need a park ticket for that one. Correct. So, so more opportunity to get in uh, and yep. do that on your off day, or you know, maybe when you get mm -hmm. in uh, the day you arrive or anything like that, you can go and have a nice dinner, kind of get the, the trip started off. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think those are some of the hardest, but um, I really enjoy all those. Yes. Again, I can keep talking, so <laughs> let's keep moving. <laughs> uh, so um, do you have any um, must-eat locations whenever you go? Always. Every time you go, um, I have to go here. Yeah, I, I mean, we, I do, but I also try to not do the same ones over and over again because uh -huh. um, I want to try to do different things um but i would say you know, are we talking just all restaurants now yeah okay uh ohana would be number one that's yeah ohana number one uh, liberty tree tavern would be really? on that list yes uh, i'm a huge thanksgiving guy so hmm. um i really enjoy the breakfast at akershish all the different pastries and different options that they gave. Um, it just, it was food after food, after food, after food, plate, 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 <laughs> plate. So, um, Boma was good. I love oh, Boma. Goodness. I don't, I don't know. I don't... So many choices though, right? Uh, there really are. <laughs> There's a lot. Um, I'm going to throw out their flame tree barbecue as well. I, I like, like flame tree. Um, when you're at Animal Kingdom, it, it's a quick service, but I really like Flame Tree too. You get a, a good value um, for the price. You know, you get some yes. chicken, some ribs. Uh, if you're a carnivore like I am, uh, it's a good option. Um, yep. You know, I tried uh, on one of my most recent trips, Kona Cafe at the Polynesian. I'd okay. heard some really great things about Kona. That is on my list. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. There are so many... Um, just crazy choices available at Kona Cafe too. And again, another one you don't have to get into a park to do. Um, so I really enjoy that. Uh, and then for other things that I always recommend, uh, Boma, if you're a carnivore, you, you really have to try Boma. Um, they just have so many meats and carving stations and um, it's it's incredible. Mm -hmm. I think those are a couple of my big go-tos. Kona now, if you want something different um, because it's kind of a, uh, Polynesian Asian flair yeah. to it. I had the um, short rib. It was amazing. <laughs> I can't even tell like you I'm, how good it was. Yeah, you know, I feel like I'm forgetting one though. And I know my wife and my family. They, you know, because they hear me talk about it all the time. They're gonna be like, I cannot believe you didn't mention this one. So we like uh, Columbia Harbor practice. House. We like Columbia yeah. Harbor House at the Magic Kingdom. So I mean, yeah. it, it's kind of that um, chicken and fish seafood platter that we do. So you yep. get, you know, uh, chicken, fish, um, shrimp and hush puppies and fries. So yeah, it's not the healthiest meal you get, but for a quick service, it's one of the kind of one of our go-tos. I like the that. hush puppies. I'm a big hush puppy guy. So I like the hush puppies. They're um, so sweet. They're great. Yes, they are. I really like uh, BR Grist for breakfast. So See, I, I have not done breakfast there. I've done lunch and dinner. Um, and it gets mixed reviews depending on who you go for the, the new price fix menu. I love it. I could eat there every time. 
Yeah. And I have I, the last few times. See, <laughs> I think I'm to, being told to me, we can't next time. <laughs> <laughs> to, to me, <laughs> they'll be our guest. It's about the experience. Yeah. I don't, I don't need to beat meet the beast. Um, in a lot of the dinner options, you know, I probably, I mean, I'm sure it's good food, but it's just not a kind of food I'm, I'm typically will choose. Um, you're not, so it's guy. about, no, no, not. <laughs> definitely not. But the, the breakfast though, like it's a quick service. You know, if you can get an early reservation, you're in the park before it opens. Um, and then you, you know, you just want, you know, free to walk around the rest of the day. But uh, as a quick service, the amount of food that you get, it's, you almost can get to the point where you eat so much, you don't feel good anymore yeah. because you just, you're, you've overdone it. But, and then you can, you have your choice of the three different dining rooms and, you know, between when your food gets there, you can walk around and explore and you can see the roses fall off, uh, the petals fall off the rose. Um, I mean, it's just, it's a really good experience plus really good food. So yeah, that one, I'll throw that one on my list as well. I love the West Wing. I always try to get in the West Wing. I go eat. Uh, for breakfast, though, I think you're right. The, the breakfast platters, when you get a breakfast platter, there, there's a lot of food on those breakfast platters. Uh, we were getting breakfast at uh, Captain Cook's when we were at the Polynesian not too long ago. You know, you get eggs and potatoes and bacon and sausage and a waffle and a cinnamon roll. Like, it's a crazy amount of food. Definitely really fills you up for the day. Yeah. Um... Uh, we we got to keep moving and, and move on to the dining plan or else we'll just keep talking and we'll talk about food uh, forever. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So if you guys don't know that the Disney has a dining plan, which is a, you know, basically it's a prepaid plan on um, different credits that you can get for different types of food, uh, restaurant types, I should say. And they have snack credits, quick service, um, a quick service meal and table service meal. And, um, a snack credit is anything. Well, I don't want to say anything. Usually anything, something under $5 is considered a snack credit. So your fruit, um, some drinks, Gaston's has a cinnamon roll. Yep. Some muffins. Um, Epcot has a lot of options that are snack credits and you'd think a snack credit would be like a granola bar or something like that, but it's, you can get, um, I believe it's like orange chicken or um, uh, sweet and sour chicken, sweet and sour pork, things like that at Epcot with rice. And it's like, um, yeah. And it's like a $10 meal that you would get at a restaurant somewhere else. And it's, you know, a snack credit that you use. So, so the nice thing is when you're going around and you're not sure if something is a snack credit, there's a little purple square that has the Disney dining plan snack credit logo on it. That is um, on the menus or, on the boards that will tell you what's a snack credit. So you might be surprised to find some of those things that are more than $5 that show up on a snack credit. A lot of the things we talk about at food and wine or um, mm-hmm. the festival of the arts at the carts. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could get a piece of fruit. If you're looking for a healthy option, you can get an apple, a banana, an orange, things like that can count as a snack credit. Um, mm-hmm. You can get a bottle of water or a soft drink that counts as a snack credit. Um, those typically run about $3 or so. So if you're looking to get the biggest bang for your buck, on a snack credit, um, you're better off getting something else. Um, and a lot of times we're talking a lot about breakfast. Um, but a lot of times if you are not looking to do a full meal for breakfast, you can get things like a muffin or a cinnamon roll, or, um, they have the, uh, like the The yogurt parfaits, uh, things you can get as that qualify as a snack credit. So Mm -hmm. there's just a lot of choices, um, 
there literally there are probably thousands of items that you could get. Uh, yeah, you can get the um, uh, the waffle. Uh, oh my gosh, it's right there in Sleepy Hollow. It's the um, the chicken and waffle, or not not chicken and waffle. It's the uh, is it chicken oh, the funnel and cakes? No, they had funnel cakes for a while. They've got an, they've got a waffle option with whipped cream and fruit on top of it. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, at, at Sleepy yeah, Hollow. So they have different types of pastries over by the teacups for breakfast. Um, oh yeah, the Cheshire Cat Cafe. Over yep. There. We uh, and coffee is a snack credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think Starbucks is. It is. I think Starbucks is it? Okay. I could, I could, I'm, not a, I'm not a big coffee drinker, so. Me either. Um, but I know it's on there. Mickey ice cream bars, Mickey ice cream sandwiches, popcorn, popcorn scoops, mm-hmm. uh, cookies. If you go to the candy shops, there's a lot of snack credits there. You've got the. Um, pretzel options so yeah there's a lot of things that we typically consider snacks yeah we consider you know a lot of things snacks but then there are a lot of options that we don't consider snacks that can be considered as you know full meals for like lunch or something so Mm -hmm. um so yeah the snack credits you can go through them very very quickly or some people don't use them all so it depends on what you guys are looking for if you don't use them all before you leave we have tips for that Yep. What is your favorite snack credit, though? I would have to say it's the Gaston cinnamon roll. Really? Yep. It's, Mine is I, I got to get one of those basically every time. So. Have you had the LeFou's brew over there? I have. Um, it's interesting. Yeah, I've, I've had the uh, LeFou's brew a couple of times. Um, and it's I, fruity. I think I would, it's different. I think I would honestly, I, I don't know. I like the dough up a lot, but there's sometimes I think I'd rather have a LeFou's. Really? Oh, my, my yeah. go-to snack credit is going to be a Dole Whip. Is it? Got to have a pineapple Dole Whip. That's what rum I'm going to no. use when I go. Oh, it doesn't count for a snack credit with rum, but <laughs> they do have rum floaters on them. So, you know, maybe you go one afternoon and you get just the snack credit and then you go another day and you get one with the rum on it. <laughs> Good choice. Yeah. Good choice. All well, right, and so many flavors are doing of Dole Whip now too. So there's the standard yeah, pineapple, but there's a lot of other flavors they're doing. They're great. There are. And there's also a lot of these places that are trying to do the knockoff Dole Whip and it just doesn't come close. It's not the so, same. <laughs> it's not the same. So yeah. What about quick service? So the quick service basically is any of those counter service tile um, meals. So you um, typically place an order, you go up to the counter, you wait for your food, they give it to you on a tray and you go and you find uh, your own table to sit in the area. So that's your quick service. Um, there are tons of quick services all around the park. Like we said, you can get everything from um, barbecue, as we said, to, um, I don't know, Asian fusion, um, hamburgers and hot dogs. Uh, there, there's so many choices. French, um, so many choices uh, for quick service options. Um, the fish and chip thing that I was talking about over at uh, uh, Columbia Harbor House is considered quick service. Uh, you can get half a rotisserie chicken. I mean, there's a lot of really cool things you can do with quick service, but you get the, the snack credit uh, and then you get a quick service credit. Um, and for my favorite quick service, I'm going to say it's, it's probably a toss up between Flame Tree Barbecue at Animal Kingdom and Columbia Harbor House in the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, Those I like probably favorites. I like Flame Tree a lot. Um, I'm going to say my favorite quick service, though. Oh goodness! I don't. I don't really know. I do like the so many one. choices, right? 
Uh, yes. Uh, I'm going to say the Chinese in Epcot. I can't remember the name of it, but it's oh, the one. Tuck- yes. Um, tucked over there right there on the left. Yeah, the left side. So they um, have some good choices too. Yeah. Yeah. Your the pizza, though, good. at um, Pizza Rizzo is really good. And that's a snack credit. Or not snack. It's a quick service. A quick service. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, so yeah, many great choices. There are. And, you know, the last category was the table service. And we've talked about this one quite a bit because all your character meals are considered table service. And some of them are actually two table service credits. So when you're looking at reserving one of those, just kind of keep that in mind. Um, but a table service is where you go into a restaurant, you sit down, you order off a menu, and you actually have a waiter or waitress that comes to your table and takes your order and then, you know, brings your food to you. So they're typically a little bit more expensive, of course. Um, but the restaurant atmosphere um, is designed around the name of the restaurant. So at Tony's Town Square, you've got um, kind of like your Lady in the Tramp style Italian um, Liberty Tree Tavern. You have what looks like a you know an old fashioned tavern in um, early uh, middle early North America. Um, then you have Columbia Harbor. No. Columbia Harvest, sorry. Uh, I got it on your brain now. Be our guest, yeah. you know. Be uh, our be guest, our guest is the, yeah, the Beast Castle. Um, yeah, we've done a lot of characters, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to get the character ones out of the out of my head. Um, There's two at, at uh, Hollywood Studios that I really like. So one, a table service is the Sci-Fi Dine-In. Oh, yeah. We really like the atmosphere in there. It's fun to go in. It's, yeah. You, if you haven't been... Um, the booths that you sit in are shaped like old cars and they're, it's kind of dark and there's a big movie screen playing black and white clips of old movies. And uh, it's really fun. And the mm-hmm. other one that's really cool is also over there and it's the primetime cafe. So it's fifties primetime, everything's fifties themed. So you go in and it's like eating in your grandma's yep. house, yep. black and white TVs around the room and uh, the really cool old fifties theme. Uh, yep. Those, those are really fun. Yeah. Um, and there's a couple others that, uh, like the Diamond Horse, um, or the, yeah, Diamond Horse, right? Diamond Horseshoe? Yes. Yeah. I, I almost said Diamond Shoe, and I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there, there are several in each park, and there's, if you, you know, as we stated in the last episode, if you are at a moderate or a deluxe resort, you have a table service restaurant in there as well. Um, and then there are some table service restaurants at Disney Springs that will take the dining plan option as well. But you yeah. want to make sure you check with your travel advisor or um, check the with restaurant. the restaurant themselves before you, you, you know, try to do that. Um, I don't know. Which, which one's your favorite? My favorite table service. Yeah. Like I said, I'm kind of addicted to be our guest. Um, and Kona was really good. There, there's some really great ones. Um, we really enjoyed La Cellier, um, and, uh, I went to Chef de France recently over at Paris at Epcot, uh, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed that as well. So, uh, and there's so many table service options. There really uh, are. For atmosphere, I really like 50s primetime and sci fi. Um, they're at the studios, the Epcot we've done, except we did the German beer garden, it's buffet, but it is um, considered a table service. Mm-hmm. Um, Magic Kingdom. What have we done at Magic Kingdom? Those table service, other than be our guest, um, Crystal Palace. Um, 
there is the plaza plaza gets a lot of great reviews and i haven't eaten the plaza in a long time so i have to that's on our list to go back yeah uh, an animal kingdom uh we typically do quick service at animal kingdom but we did tusker house yeah uh, i haven't eaten a yak and yeti yet but that's on my list as well that's not a character but we haven't even mentioned that one <laughs> yak and yeti <laughs> yeah like the quick service yeah. option that that's a wonderful quick service option there's some really cool ones there at, at uh, animal kingdom as well yeah yeah so i um I'm, I'm with you i don't typically do a whole lot of table service at animal kingdom we, we do a lot of uh, quick service there because you you just get so much food um yeah. i think the last one that i did was tusker house and that was a couple years ago um the Tiffins is over there, and I, I haven't been to Tiffins yet either. I have not, I have not been reviews. to Tiffins, yeah. I have not been to the Tiffins. Because um, usually, like I said, we're just so hot and sweaty and tired. We don't kind of want to go in one of those fancy restaurants here. So. <laughs> Epcot, we like, um, I don't know. There's, I'm with you. There's so many different ones. We, we love the Garden Girl at Epcot. Um, we do a lot of, we've done quite a few of the, the sit-downs. Um, at Epcot, but there's still quite a few. I feel like we haven't done. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm trying to think. the The steak over there in Canada is really good. The Celia um, Steakhouse. Yes, yes. It's, it's we did. They have a porterhouse for two. Uh-huh. It was like a porterhouse for four. It was a ton <laughs> of food, but it was so good. My brother-in-law really finished good. that on his own. Really? Yes. Holy cow! <laughs> yeah. well, obviously, without the sides, because it comes with like a scallop potato and stuff with it too. I don't remember if he did the sides or not, but it wouldn't shock me if he did the sides. Wow! So that, that's he's not he's, of, uh, he's not a big him, Disney guy. Yeah, he he doesn't like going to Disney. So I was like, "What would it take for you to go?" And he's like, "I need a good steak." And I was like, "Okay, I got you covered." So, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Hollywood Studio or Hollywood Studios, we do the fifties uh, prime time. That is probably one of my favorite table service uh, restaurants. Uh, I completely forgot about it until you said it because I was just thinking character meals the entire time because the, the shakes there are amazing. Um, uh, yeah. The atmosphere is amazing. They, they treat you like family. Um, I, I've had the meatloaf before. I've had the turkey and dressing before. And I don't think I've ever gotten except the green beans because I don't like green beans, but I've never gotten <laughs> bad food See, there we, before. We usually get the sampler. You get a little bit of meatloaf and a little bit of pot mm-hmm. roast and some fried chicken together. Yep. Oh my gosh. Again, yeah. ton of food, but really we, good choices. We, our first experience was on our, inter- or our uh, honeymoon and I was not eating my green beans. And the lady came over and she said, you're not leaving until you eat those green beans. And I just kind of was like, what is she talking about? I'm, I'm going to leave whenever I'm ready to leave. And I was just, I've got a picture of me flipping through one of those little like viewfinder things where they had, you put the scenes in it and you click the button in a different scene every time you click it. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. And so I'm sitting there looking at one of those. Yeah, the Viewmaster. And I'm sitting there looking at it. And she's like, are you going to eat your green beans? And then I've got a mouthful of green beans and I'm sitting there with a picture flipping through the Viewmaster and my green beans are like <laughs> hanging out my mouth because I was like, I'm just trying to prove that I'm eating them. So, but yeah, that, I love that place. And then Liberty Tree Tavern and Magic Kingdom um, is another one of my favorite. But I, I love Tony, or not Tony's, uh, Town Square. And, but like you, I've not been in several years. So, but that, that one's hard to get. It's, it's, I think it probably only sits maybe 30 people, something like that. And it's very tiny. 
Tony's so, Town Square? No, the um, the the Plaza. Sorry. Oh, the Plaza. The, yeah. the Plaza. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting so many great reviews again lately, and I haven't been in a while. So I'm no, but it, it's so small. It's so hard to get a reservation. But it is definitely one I want to go back to. So yeah. Um, well, now that we've talked about the different um, definitions of, the, of credits, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the dining plan. So the Disney dining plan option is for anybody over three that has a resort reservation. The dining plan is not attached to tickets. So when you're looking at your dining plan options, remember it is recording to per night stay. So if you have a five night stay on a Disney at a Disney property, a Disney resort property, it is, you have five dining credits according to that plan. So if you have a quick service dining plan, you have two quick service credits with two snack credits. The regular dining plan comes with one quick service credit, one table service credit, and two snack credits. The new Disney Disney Dining Plan Plus comes with two credits that can be used for either quick service or table service per night and two snack credits. The Deluxe Dining Plan comes with three credits that can be used for either quick service or table service and two snack credits. So if you're planning on doing, it is a lot of food, but if you're planning on doing, let's say, Liberty Tree Tavern for lunch and then Cinderella's Royal Table for dinner, the deluxe dining plan may be your better option, Mm -hmm. uh, depending on how you want to arrange your meals. But um, it is a lot of food and you have a lot of choices. So when people say, why do I need to book my dining 180 days out? Here's your reason because you have a lot to try to figure out, and these play, these, these go quick. Um, they do. They fill up. Yeah, if you have a dining reservation, uh, or if you want a dining reservation at Cinderella's Royal Table on that 180 day mark, you need to you need to book it then because after that it's going to be extremely hard to get. So, yeah, several of those dining ones are really hard to get unless you get them at the 180 days. The the days mm-hmm. of oh, I just went into the park today and I'm just going to walk up to this restaurant and see if we can go in um, are a lot more difficult to come by. People book yeah. so far in advance. Um, yeah. You can do it at Shanghai Disney doing. right now, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I also forgot to mention each of the dining plan comes with a refillable mug that is used at your resort only. Um, so you can't refill it in the parks, but is refillable at your resort anytime you want throughout your stay, even up to the, the midnight of the day that you check out. So if you plan on checking out, hanging around the pool all day, you can still use your resort mug there at that time, uh, but not in the parks. You can take the mugs in the parks and refill them with water or you know soft drinks out of a bottle or something, but um, only refillable at the resort. And those are like a $17 value. It's another souvenir to bring home that's included through dining yeah. plan. So and, and uh, yeah. Go down to any of the quick services at your hotel uh, mm-hmm. and you can just refill them for free for the length of your stay. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so like Brian's saying, you know, you get two quick service, uh, you know, one quick service and one table service or two of any kind or three of any kind per person per day when you do a dining plan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so if you're on a 10 night stay and you're doing the standard dining plan, that means you're going to get five quick service meals and five uh, table service meals over their five days plus two credits a day so that's 10 dining snack credits uh over the length of your five day stay so that it, it's a lot of food that starts to come out uh yeah. and there's different price points for all of these so um 
when you're looking at the quick service plan, uh, that is about $55 per person per day for adults and $26 per person per day for children. Uh, the standard dining plan uh, gets about $78 a day per adult and $30.50 per child. Uh, the new dining plus, which gives you two meals per day, regardless of whether it is quick service or table service, uh, is $95 per adult and $34 per child. And then when you look at the deluxe option, uh, that is $119 per adult and $47.50 per child. That seems like a lot of money. But I can tell you, um, every time we go and we do a dining plan, we eat a lot better. It's not all Columbia Harbor House fried food on a platter. Um, you actually get a lot of nice choices. You can get some fish, um, a lot of salads and things that you can get at those great table service restaurants. So a lot of healthier options and it's it's just a better meal. Um, I mean, again, there's nothing wrong with the quick service meals at Disney, but uh, once you get those sit downs and everything is prepaid, um, you don't look at the prices as much. So you might be more willing to try something that you um, wouldn't have before because maybe the price point seemed really high, but you prepaid for these. So get what you want. And another thing we haven't pointed out is that starting in 2019, um, they added an adult beverage for those over the age of 21 can be used as part of your dining credit. So if you know, you're know you like we are, and we like to have an adult beverage, um, even a beer at Disney is $10, $9-$10. And if you wanted a mixed drink um, with your meal, they're, they're a bit more than that. So when you add that value into your dining plans again, it, it's really not hard to spend $78 a day on a sit down, uh, you know, a, a beverage and a quick service and two snacks. We've done the math every time we go. I try to keep all my receipts and look at what we've yep. done. If we had paid out of pocket or what we paid on the dining plan, and we always come out ahead on the dining plan, and we feel like yeah. we've eaten better. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot I, of really good options. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say that I think a dining plan is for everybody every vacation. True. Um, but I definitely think dining plans are worth the money. I think the, like you said, if you keep your receipts and you do a price breakdown of the dining plan, if you go and you do the meals that, are on the dining plan options every day. I think you'll see that you you saved money, mm-hmm. and I mean, but you also everybody needs a break during their vacation. Absolutely, and, you know, just at some point during the day, you just need a time to sit, relax, air conditioning because it's Disney, it's Florida, it's hot. Um, so sitting down at those uh, table service restaurants, getting a good meal, kind of refreshing. That to me in its own right is worth a little bit extra than sitting at a little crowded table trying to figure out where we're going to sit, if we're going to stand up and eat, you know, things like that. Um, but it uh, it definitely, I think, is worth, you know, the money. But again, I'm not going to sit here and say it's for everybody. So at right. some point, they're, they're not for everybody. We, yeah, there's been times we go when we don't do a dining plan. It depends on what we're doing when we go. Um, if we're doing all the parks and everything, we do like to do a dining plan. Um and the other thing is like Brian saying that um, we actually like to do our sit down meals, our table service as uh, lunch, you know, maybe uh, late lunch, early dinner. So we might have our table service at, you know, one thirty, two o'clock. Uh, it's great because we typically go in the fall, you know, September, October, when food and wine's going on, uh, it's still pretty warm in Florida. Yep. So yep. having that nice time in the middle of the afternoon when it's really hot out to Uh, Go and sit in an air-conditioned restaurant and um, relax for a little bit and have somebody bring you a nice meal or even the buffets are still great. Um, So we like to do that. And then you still have time to kind of walk it off through the rest of the day um, and maybe get a snack or a quick service later 
uh, if you want something a little later in the day. So, you know, that's personal choice for us as we like to do our sit downs, you know, late afternoon, early, late lunch, early dinner. Yeah. Um, and then you're not getting that big meal and then, you know, heading back to the resort and, uh, you know, going to bed with a huge yeah, pile of your belly. But yeah, uh, yeah so, I mean, there's so many different options. You can do breakfast, you can do lunch, you can do dinners, you know, it really depends on what works, but yeah, we, yep. we really enjoyed that break in the afternoon. Yeah. And it's just, it's convenient as well. Um, even when you when just we're do hot like, like that, we don't eat yeah. quite as much. So <laughs> yeah. it's, it's in there too, but yeah. And then, I, but if you're sitting there and this is just me maybe, but when I'm sitting there and I see the price of what the meal that I'm eating, I feel like I, no matter how I feel, I feel like I have to finish it because I paid for it. Yeah. With the dining plan, you're not so much worried about that because it's, it's, I mean, you, you have paid for it, but it's prepaid. So I'm not sitting there worried. I've got to finish this, you know, steak for two that I ordered, even though my wife had ordered (laughs) food herself, you know, I'm just like, okay, I'm starting to feel full. I'm done because I also have dessert coming to me or, you know, or whatever. Um, And then I just don't want to have to worry about paying for it. It's just so nice just to scan my magic band and just go. Like, I mean, I don't carry a purse around or anything, of course, but I don't want to have to get my wallet out and go and find my card or anything when I want to pay for a meal. I just scan my band and I'm done. I, I'm, I'm on carrying my way. a lot of cash around if you're doing that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, cause we are one of those, when we go on vacation, we try to use, take cash with us to use for a lot of places. And when that cash is out, we're done. We, we've spent what we were going to spend, but with the dining plan, we don't have that. We just, like I said, we scan our band and we go on about our day. So and that kind of goes into the next thing we were going to talk about is the convenience, you know, the convenience mm-hmm. of dining plan. Why would you do a dining plan? Well, we believe in many cases that it's good value for the money, right? So we believe that uh, depending on the plan you get and what you do and, and how you want to eat, you're, you're going to come out ahead when you do a dining plan. Um, yep. Plus there's the convenience. So that's what we're talking about. The conveniences, not having to worry about your wallet, not having to worry about, you know, getting your credit cards out. Um, you know, especially right now, as people are looking more at touchless options, uh, you mm-hmm. know, somebody watched over and scans your magic band and, you know, you put in a pin and you're good to go. Um, yep. So there's a lot of convenience in having that prepaid. One thing we do want to point out is that the gratuities are not included in your yes. dining plan. So when you do a table service or sit down restaurant, you should be tipping based on yes, the meal please. as well. Uh, please take care of your servers there because they uh, do a good job to help you uh, yes, and, and get you in and out. So please take care of them. Uh, and we did kind of forget to mention that. It, so it depends on when you're looking at these. When you're looking at a table service, um, that table service meal could be at the buffet, like a character dinner that we've been talking about. Um, and if it's not, then it typically includes an entree and a dessert and a drink. Yeah. So, you know, there, it, it's a full meal. And like I said, that drink could be an, an adult beverage if you're over 21. Uh, and Walt Disney World does have quite a few places now where you can get an adult beverage. Um, if you like those rum floaters on your Dole Whip or <laughs> any of those things, uh, we tend to get the um, dad's electric lemonade when we go to 50s prime time. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great choices out there, but um, you know, especially like I said, adding the, the cost of an alcoholic beverage into those um, for us, it, it is great, uh, great option, great convenience. Yep. And then the last thing is uh, you do get some early admission into the parks on occasion. So uh, Brian pointed out, they like to have breakfast at Akershus and Epcot. So if you are having breakfast, um, you can actually get an 8 a.m. breakfast before the park opens. So you can get into the park early you can get back to the Norway Pavilion where Akershus is and, and get in and have your breakfast and 
as he said, you come out about 845 and you're right there next to Frozen Ever After in the back portion of the park, right as the park starts to open and the attractions start opening. So, you know, you're in farther, you get some smaller lines. Um, that is definitely a benefit when you do breakfast at Be Our Guest, because Be Our Guest is back in Fantasyland, where a mm -hmm. lot of those uh, Fantasyland attractions get really long lines from early morning. So, yep. you know, get in, grab breakfast and get out and hit some of those Fantasyland attractions before technically the park is open and you uh, get that extra magic hour in there. Uh, it's a great benefit uh, to be able to squeeze some more attractions in for the day with shorter lines. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's some Definitely. great reasons to consider a dining plan. Yeah, I mean, again, it's, it may not be it for everybody every vacation, but if you have the opportunity to grab a dining plan and put it on, you know, attach it to your reservation, we strongly suggest that you do so because it's it, it just makes your vacation even that much more magical if you truly do it the way that the dining plan was designed to be. So, well, and and one other benefit too is so if you get a dining plan and because it's prepaid, it's part of your package. You know, you have to be paid in full. For your package before you arrive so um you can actually pre-plan and pre-budget your vacation and when you leave yep. you don't come home to a whole stack of bills of all the, the meals and things that you added on to your vacation yep. after so you, you know kind of once you leave your other than souvenir things that you might have spent uh you know you can you can pretty much be done and not have to worry about you know hidden costs and things coming back to you later as well it's another yeah thing to consider there yeah, I love the dining plan. I mean, we at least get a quick service dining plan every time we go mm -hmm. um, because we just, it's just worth it to us. So, yeah, it's easy to eat two quick service meals a day. <laughs> Super easy. Yes. And at 55 bucks, uh, I still think you're going to come out ahead. Yeah. When you consider, if you just do the math of, you know, you went to McDonald's twice a day and then got two, I don't know, five to eight dollars snacks throughout the day you're looking at almost 40 bucks there yeah so and again i hate to be the lush pushing this out there but uh the alcohol works with quick service meals as well so yeah. if you go to one of those places that serves beer wine anything like that and you want to have you know a beer with lunch or you know, it's again some of those are eight to ten dollar beers just for that not counting in the meal yeah so great choices well, hey man I hate to cut this off, but like I said, we're, we're kind of on vacation and I could sit here and talk food all day. I mean, it's Absolutely. just, I really could, I could talk Disney food all day long. So uh, we're going to have to do another food one um, later on down the road for sure. And maybe break out uh, a menu for each restaurant or something and, you know, go I one by one, like plan. but um, yeah, this Disney food is amazing guys. If you haven't had a chance to, uh, definitely experience the dining plan, go online and check out the uh, Disney food blog. Um, and even if you don't get a dining plan, check out some of those great restaurants, try those yeah. sit downs and table services. There's yeah. some amazing food out there. Yeah. Like I said, we get the quick service pretty much every time. And you know, the times we don't get the table service, uh, we usually will sneak in one or two table services and just pay out of pocket for them. Um, last time we did the uh, beaches and cream soda shop. So for the kitchen sink, kitchen sink of ice cream, that's a deal. That's, that's a whole nother episode on its own right there. So. <laughs> right. Right. Cool. But, so yeah, I am um, looking forward to getting back and eating some Disney food soon. Can't be soon enough, honestly. So yeah. Brian and I are considering a quick trip as soon as things are 
up and rolling again. We may we may go without family and just go and <laughs> get back to the parks, right? Take our out. mask and just yeah. enjoy. See see what's different. So, yeah. well, thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate you guys tuning in. We hope you're uh, yeah. getting some good information out of all this, and we appreciate the support. Always. Uh, you can catch us in the next episode. We're actually going to be talking about annual passes and tickets, uh, what some of those benefits are, uh, when you would consider an annual pass if you are not a local. Um, some things in there. So we'll bring those yeah, up. We're going to have other, a, yeah. a special guest next week or next episode too. That's right. We are. We're going to have oh. a special guest. One of the other gears, uh, guys of yours is going to join us. Um, you know, we'll play some more games and do some more trivia things and uh, hopefully share some information you guys can use. Yeah. So again, guys, thank you for listening. Um, feel free to comment on any of our different social media sites. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts. We would love to hear which restaurants you guys prefer. Uh, what are your go-tos? Which ones did you have the best experiences at? Um, Tell you us can which catch one us. you hated and would never go back to. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and we will comment back if you guys make any comments on any of our social medias, um, which Alan's going to tell you where you can find us, but we will definitely make sure we comment back on. Yep. Uh, so you can find us on the web at www.gearspodcast.com. Uh, we're on Facebook at Gears Podcast and Twitter and Instagram at Gears underscore podcast. Uh, so make sure you check out all those. And then on our website, you can actually find links to Brian's page and my page. Uh, so again, thanks for checking us out. We appreciate it, everybody. And we'll talk to you in the next episode. Yeah. And as Walt Disney said, don't let your fears take the place of your dreams. So keep on dreaming. And keep on moving forward, which right now we're starting to see a lot of move forward movement towards parks opening. So keep a lookout for that news. And the minute it opens or we have news on an opening, we will definitely let you guys know. So thank you guys for joining us and uh, can't wait to see you guys for episode five. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.